So let me welcome on to the show today, uh, Mr. Numer Hussein, who is the head of finance and operations at Roche Diagnostics. And we're going to be focusing on his own journey, um, his personal climb up the career ladder, effectively, as, uh, as it's known, and just the importance that he is highlighting, um, particularly in in, in, in terms of not just the approach that we have to work, but what are some of the skills and the the, the pearls of wisdom that he's learned along the journey? Mr. Hussein, good morning and thank you so much for your time. Morning, Kathy. Good to have, uh, good to be on your show. Yes. So, so, you know, we're talking about, you know, the importance of attitude versus aptitude. How does this apply to your own life and what you've been able to do? Right. I, I think aptitude is, is, is very important and attitude, I think, is even more important. It has helped me quite a bit, to be honest. I mean, coming from humble backgrounds, um, not having... Uh, uh, the qualifications uh, uh, that we all thought would uh, is absolutely necessary to bring somebody up the corporate ladder uh, is can at times be a deterrent and 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 can uh, uh, discourage people to pursue their dreams. But if you have the dedication, the commitment, and the focus uh, mixed with the right attitude, I think there's nothing that is impossible. Of so course, yeah. it actually helps you quite a bit. To be honest, I was always very dedicated, committed, and focused. And those three things really help you. And mm. then doesn't matter whether you have the, the certifications or not. You need to, you know, ready yourself. You need to be qualified, not necessarily certified. How did you first enter the workplace? What was your first job? Uh, my first job was uh, through, through a friend of mine who, who, who passed on uh, um, this year. He's had a quite a big impact on, on on my career. So he actually knew somebody who they were looking out for 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 a technical support engineer in an internet service provider in the late nineties, uh, early two thousand. And internet was fairly new, so they needed somebody who could work odd hours uh, and and take calls and you know help customers deal with their internet dial-up problems. And I actually had no clue how to do it. I mean, I was a new user myself. But I knew I, I just had to learn it uh, on the fly, on the job. And, and they were helpful. So they did teach me how to do it. And, yeah, that's how I got into the workforce. I was, I think, 19. Was it daunting to get into work and you don't have any kind of qualification yet? You haven't had the opportunity to study. And, and was that something that was on the back of your mind? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, Absolutely. I mean, I always, uh, whenever they, they used to ask me, okay, what are your credentials? What are your qualifications? I used to be a little bit nervous because I did not have anything to prove. But I was always very confident. And I think I get this from my from my mom, mm. who's, uh, uh, who's been quite a confident lady all her life. So I think it, it's in my genes and, and, and the humble, humbleness I think I get from my dad. Um, so I think the mix of, Con, being confident and being humble, even though you don't know, you're giving it your best shot. It's uh, a, and I think, yeah. 
Yeah. It's a situation that many South Africans will find themselves in, especially many young South Africans who are not qualified or who don't have any form formal qualification and who believe that that automatically excludes them from having access to any kind of opportunity. And and your story, through your story, you are suggesting that that is not necessarily the case. That is right. And, and um, you know, now, even if I look at the industry, even if I look at uh, the corporate structure and, and, the, and the NSQ levels that we need with each job, I don't think so. The society as such or the corporates are yet ready, but there are a lot of companies that not necessarily look at your credentials. They look at the person, they look at the attitude the person is bringing, what can he or she drive. Mm. And I think at this stage, I think what I would encourage all job seekers in, in the country is to go, give it your best shot. You know, you, you are your best salesperson your best sales uh, spokesperson. So don't let uh, the credentials that you don't have uh, determine your future. Just go for it. And even if you have to start small, do it. But dream big. I think what what has helped me over the years is also I did not celebrate uh, success for too long, Kathy. So, you know, that helped me because, you know, once you start celebrating success for too long, uh, you 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 can get caught off guard. So what I actually did, I I used to have uh, chunks of goals. You know, this is what I need to do in the next one or two years. Mm. This is how uh, it's going to shape me. This is what I'm going to learn from the people I will see around me and then move on. So never, ever uh, uh, stay uh, satisfied with where you are. Always aim high. And it doesn't matter where you start. Mm. And you will start small. And that's okay. Numer Hossein, we're going to continue our conversation after this. Hashtag SFM Talking Point. We continue our personal development session and today we are in conversation with Namir Hussein. He's the head of finance and operations at Roche Diagnostics. Um, Namir, I I like what uh, you said in in your piece and uh, this is how you describe it. You say... A career is something that you can grow into and the right employer will afford you the time to do that. It's never quite as black and white as your CV might suggest. That is right. And, you know, I think um, credit must also go where it's due. And I've been fortunate and lucky enough to be having to work for an employer who uh, where, where you know, diverse, diversification and diversity is 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 big on the corporate agenda. So it's uh, something that Ross really values and uh, walks the talk. So I've been lucky enough, and there are a lot of companies now going into that direction. I mean, if you look at uh, uh, the tech uh, uh, geniuses that we have in the world, I mean, most of them have been college dropouts now. I'm not saying to be successful, must one must leave college. No, not at all. Don't get me wrong, guys. I think education is absolutely key. However, if you're not fortunate enough, if you don't have the chance, and if you are struggling in school and you, you've been a dropout and, and you, know, you, you couldn't finish what you started, my advice would be, 
please carry on, finish that degree, get yourself a, a graduation certificate. That's absolutely critical. However, if you don't have it, the world does not end. Look for employers that, that actually give you that space to be yourself, to try things mm-hmm. uh, differently. Don't, don't uh, be scared to, to fail because your employer is taking that risk on your behalf. So I think one must look for these kind of companies. And, and, I, can, and I can tell you, um, there are a lot of multinational companies that are actually going into that direction. So there are not many, but there are quite a few. Mm. And, and for you, within your own organization, Numir, did, you know, was there an expectation, uh, this is for you, to, to go to school before you would advance uh, up the career ladder? Uh, that was uh, never the expectation set by my uh, employer. I mean, we've got a lot of corporate trainings and leadership skills development mm. and on-the-job training that are uh, that are part and parcel of uh, the offer that, uh, that our employer gives to uh, to all of us. So, from a, a knowledge perspective, there's a lot happening already internally. But it was never the expectation set by Roche saying, you know, Numer, if you want to move on further, you must get a college degree. This was never the case. In fact, I can tell you, I mean, uh, before I got my role in South Africa, and this was my first CFO role, we have a process uh, internally to, to, to be validated before a finance manager takes on a new role mm. for the first time. There needs to be, uh, there's an interview process where we go and meet our group CFO. And I was actually a little bit nervous. And our group CFO comes from an academic background. He was a professor in his past uh, career. So I was a little bit skeptical. I thought maybe he's going to ask me, uh, where did you study? What's your degree? And he actually did. So he said, you know what, Numeri, you've got a very impressive CV. I've seen you really grow uh, into different roles uh, across the continent. Uh, Tell me, where did you study? I, I don't, I couldn't find it. And I told him, I said, you know what, Alan, you know, uh, you're right. I don't have a college degree. And mm. he looked at me and he said, you're a great fit for South Africa. You will inspire a lot of people. And that's not uh, uh, a showstopper at all. And he shook my hand and he said, you've got the job. Mm, mm, mm. Sure, that, that, that's absolutely incredible. Uh, but I suppose in many ways it speaks to the kind of track record that you would have been able to build yourself to build for yourself within the organization as well. That is right, I, I, and I think I've I've also been fortunate enough to to have uh, very inspirational uh, leaders that worked with me over my seventeen years and Rosh. So I was fortunate enough. I think what I can tell. Uh, people looking out for a job and trying to make a difference is, you know, do network with people in your organization and, and, and really drive value, try and drive value. A job is not, you know, a nine to five. Don't take it just as a nine to five. Take it as a means to drive value for society. And when you start doing that, you know, you start networking with people that are at power or they are, or, uh, that they can take a risk with you. Do network with them. Mm. Uh, uh, it'll be difficult. It'll be tiring because you'll put extra hours. But it's all going to pay off at some point in time. 
Numer Hussein, thank you so much for your time. The head of finance and operations at Roche Diagnostics there. And he's somebody who, um, you know, did not have a formal qualification, but certainly has been able to climb up the corporate ladder, you know, to lead uh, his organization in such, in such a significant way. And it's such an important story, I think, for where South Africa is today, that you don't always have to wait until you've got that degree, until you've got that qualification before, you know, you, you have something of value to offer um, to, to, to offer in terms of the skills that you have and potentially the skills that you learn, you know, um, because sometimes there are situations that are not within our control. Sometimes you just, yes, you want to be able to say you have a degree, but there's no money to go to school and you can't finish your, your schooling yet. That doesn't always have to be the end of the world. It's not how the story has to end. And, and I think Roche, uh, Numer rather, Numer is a, a, a critical example of the possibility and of the opportunity that lies out there. Somebody else saying a particular critical requirement called qualification as well as hands-on experience remains one of the unfair barrier, barriers rather uh, that serves to obstruct potentially deserving or naturally talented and or worthy unqualified productive candidates for a particular job yes you're right you're absolutely right and it's one thing that you know the 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 private sector in this country has been committing to changing of course it's not changing at uh, as 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 rapid a pace as would be desired given the unemployment rate that we have